We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Anchor Watch, our late night blow deck takeover of up and Adam, and for the first time, if you're listening on Hot Messy Podcast, we are there as well. So, you know, yeah. some people love to put in those headphones and just just listen away, you know, so, just listen away to us I talk want, about dings. I will we'll just, I'm such a fan of podcasts, and I'm not a fan of commercials, so I went ahead and I bought the, U- I, I do the YouTube, whatever the special thing is, like you pay monthly. What's it is called? It for, is it for TV or for well, like? No, podcasts? no, no. Just, just YouTube. Well, the reason why I said the podcast thing is because if you, at least on the iPhone, if you have the app and you pay the monthly, like no commercial thing, oh, one of the things yes. you can do, you can close your phone and still the audio will play. So there's a lot of shows like don't tell Adam. Sometimes when I listen to your guys' show or watch your show, I'm actually listening like while I'm doing dishes or something but I'm still listening to the audio of Adam's shows. You know what I'm saying? Super convenient. I love that. The way to go. Oh, I'm, I love it. Plus I'm such a wimp. YouTube loves to accept money from scary (laughs) movies. So like all the time there's these scary movie commercials (laughs) and I always have to refresh hoping I don't get, well, not anymore. I don't have to worry about it, but it's nice. Like I'll throw in one AirPod. The other air is free. I ears free. I can hear the kids. And then I'm listening to up and Adam doing my stuff. It's yeah. It's nice. Wondering what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, crazy stuff, guys. I, we just heard, you know, um, uh, Rick Levin, Leventhal, who is uh, Kelly Dodd's husband was in a horrible car crash not so long ago. So we're wishing him the best and a great recovery because we, we actually talked to him quite a bit. So this is crazy that that happened. Um, and we're wishing him a speedy recovery. I hope he's all right. Um, but let's get into Below Deck because that is why we're here. What Absolutely. an episode. What an episode. What we have an a lot episode, going on here. What a week. Hey, by the way, my good friend on Twitter, you might have heard of her, Captain Sandy. Oh, okay. Going to name drop there. Going to name drop yes. there. Um, she had a book come out today. Today is the big release day. Hold on, I'm trying to find the tweet because maybe I retweeted Captain Sandy and maybe she wrote me back. Ah, oh, thank you, and sent a kissy emoji. Oh um, my, are you so, bragging? Am I bragging? Yes. Is this like? Am I friends with Captain Sandy? We're practically best friends. So. Did you know that Josh knows Captain Sandy? Like it's crazy. <laughs> They're almost best friends. And Captain Sandy has her book that just came oh, out today. Be the calm or be the storm. Leadership lessons from a woman at the helm. I mean, talk about a title. That's great. Yeah. Love. So she um, needs to I, add on here as seen on Bravo's Below Deck Mediterranean and season 10 of Below Deck. 
Um, yeah, they at least a sticker that that announces that it's the below deck. But um, I think um, I think Captain Sandy, you know, I think she listens to the show because a few weeks ago I was talking about how I'm trying to read more. So I'm using my Kindle more instead of my mm-hmm. phone. And then she releases a book. I mean, I think she's listening. <laughs> I think, I think I, listen, she wrote the book to help me. I, I know what I'm going to be doing. And and that is probably going to be listening to it. That's the only way I get through books now. I love, I used to love just sitting in a corner and like reading a book. That does not happen anymore. But you know, when you have it on the car, on the go, or just in your ears, it's great. So guys, we also have Captain Sean joining us in just a little bit to take some of your questions. And we do have a few questions. So he'll be joining us just in a little bit. Captain Sean is in the house. He loves this photo. So speaking of, um, I want to bring this back up really quick. Um, let's see, where is this? We had Captain quite the Sandy's episode. book. We had quite the yes. Um, be the calm or be the storm. I want to ask you, Josh, what, what do you think Camille is right now? Is she the calm or is she the storm? <laughs> um, the, uh, well, <laughs> what, the third one is like, <laughs> be the hot mess. Like... <laughs> <laughs> or what is it like just be the disaster i feel like the calm or the storm those are things that can be natural and beautiful and one helps us appreciate the other sort of thing she ain't either of those so i uh, think listen she's, be the dumpster fire <laughs> i have i have hope for camille getting here i mean we're back where we left off at the episode we're back where camille is yelling at Alyssa, yelling for the cameras i feel like again if if Camille is performative at doing anything. It's definitely performing for the cameras. Alyssa later in the episode claims that she is being perform- performative in front of Frazier to try to look good because Frazier is really working with Camille, really giving her a chance. But this intense breakdown, I mean, is this all for cameras? Uh, well, some of it, I think she's a spoiled child is what she definitely feels like. Um, so I definitely think there's that, but yeah, I think, um, obviously she performs for the cameras a lot. I've, there's a few times now I've seen her like do something, shoot a look at the camera and then look away. Like, did you, care? Yeah. you know what I mean? And it's it, like, that moment specifically, it's, it's this moment here where she was still going off from last episode with Alyssa. It was like, you're ruining my moment. I'm performing for the cameras. Don't you understand? Get the yeah. hell out of here. Get off I, set, please. I, I, please. <laughs> this is my set. I'm trying to read my fucking lines. Get out. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. here's my question for you. I've okay. been looking a lot. Um, I like to dig in. I'll hit the old hashtag below deck and kind of get the vibe of, uh, you know, the I like to keep my finger on the pulse of the below deck community. Lord. And, uh, <laughs> and what, what does the pulse tell you the pulse is telling me people are a little divided on Alyssa. so you know i was going to get into that because we see we that this to. episode well so here's the deal some people say she is kind of bullying and antagonizing camille some feel I now I did see people say the opposite where it's like, hey, there's nothing she asked of Camille that she wouldn't do herself. There's nothing like she's That's not fair. she's not asking anything out of the ordinary. Um, so they think she's kind of stirring it up more than needs to be. 
frankly, I land more in the camp of, I think Alyssa just wants Camille to do her job and is getting a little tired of having to literally every time go, did you do blah, blah, blah. And you know, the answer is always, Oh, I forgot. Or, Oh, I'm getting to it. And it's like, I don't know. I can see I that some people, I can see how some people think she's bullying her, but I, um, and Dub is asking, where's Alyssa from? She's from Florida. Um, listen, I she I am on team Alyssa all the way through till the very, very end. And, you know, at the very end, Camille comes back from doing a beach picnic with the charter guests. Already, these charter guests are already driving everyone on this yacht crazy. Like every crew member is like, what the fuck? Like, why, why these people right now? Haley said it best herself uh, before they came on. She's like, I guess it's uh it's time for some difficult guests because we've only had great guests. So she had her premonition and the dream came true. They were horrible guests. But Camille comes Wait, back. Before we, get, before we get there, though, let's stay on these two. Yes. Well, Camille comes back and she has the all the stuff in her hand. Like she literally just got off the tender. She's she's coming in. And already you have Haley and Alyssa. Hey, we need you to do something, you know. But it was almost like the tone came off a little different. And then... If you don't come to Camille in a positive manner with positive reinforcement like Frazier is giving her, she's going to bark back. And that's exactly what happened. She barked back. Was it a big deal? No. But then when Camille came back, and this is how we ended the episode, she came back and Alyssa and her started going at it. And even Alyssa said, and this is where she lost me a little bit. She's second stew. She's in a position of leadership. When Frazier's not there, she's kind of in charge. And uh, she says, if you want to keep this going, we can keep it going. Already their voices are, are being raised. The guests are right outside. And I'm like, you guys are both in the wrong. But I don't know if it's possible to convince Alyssa to like Camille at this point. And she has every right not to. <laughs> well, yeah, this is one of those cases where two things can be uh, two things can be correct at once, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Definitely Camille is like too much. She's just out of control. She should be let go. But at the same time, yeah, it takes two to yell in front of guests on a, during a charter. And if you're engaged in it, you're just as guilty as the other person. It doesn't matter. Oh, she provoked me this, that, and the other. I was justified. You're never justified in front of the guests. Um, to be having that kind of fight. And no. So and not, just- not when we've gone through like last episode and even this episode where Camille is getting great treatment. I mean, you got to applaud Frazier. He's doing his best to, to run things from like a quiet leadership perspective. Instead of trying to fix things, he's fixing the schedule, putting Camille with Frazier so he can be responsible for her. Yes. You know, this is, these are all great calls. And I feel like with Frazier kind of patting her back and, and giving her the opportunity to be like, you know, Frazier's like, hey, why don't you follow me? There's a reason I do everything. So just pay attention to that. You're giving her direction. She's trying to understand what she... I'm giving her a lot of fucking credit here right now. I really am. I know. I was <laughs> like, wow, maybe uh, you know, Jason's but, I Here's the deal. You said something earlier where you're like, if you don't come to her in a positive way, she's going to bark. It's like, yeah, well, we're adults here, yeah. so I don't need to come and tiptoe to you to get you to do your job. You know, like this is true. This is true. 
Um, her romance is definitely heating up with Ben, which might leave Ben kind of disappointed if she does kind of get let go. We're not sure yet, but she does run to Ben for everything right now. And I asked everybody in a poll, which has 47 votes, by the way, uh, I said, who do you think will last longer, Ben and Camille or Ross and Katie? And 70% said Ross and Katie. How do you think that's going to go? Sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you just said like, yeah, you really who, know do, you, how it's who do you end trust more, Tweedledum or Tweedledee? You know what I mean? Right. Like both right. relationships are garbage relationships. <laughs> So yeah, and they're uh, not gonna last long after this six-week charter that they're on. The charters. Yeah, I guess Ross and Katie will last longer because Camille's probably gonna get booted. So yeah, just by default, they'll be on the ship longer together. They'll last longer because poor Katie keeps falling for this idiot every time he's sober and then <laughs> has to run away from him every time he's drunk and starts hitting on any other living creature on the boat. So yeah. Which is odd. Anyways, that's an odd choice to me. It's like, hey, you got this girl who's totally into you. You're obviously in the mood. Why wouldn't you go with the girl who's? But it's like, no, he suddenly doesn't see her when he's drunk. But anyways, we're going yeah, to like, right. We're going to another spot here. But like another tangent. It's easy to go on tangents, right? I mean, this crew keeps us like on our toes. Uh, we do have Jennifer Bennington in the chat. She is one of the hosts of Gangplank Report. If you guys haven't heard it, it's a great podcast. They talk a lot about Below Deck. They're covering Below Deck Adventure. Really good. Check it out. But I was talking with Jen and I kind of have a feeling I don't know if Camille will be let go or not because she is TV. This is our second time talking about her for more than 10 minutes, I think. You know, she does know. bring this Bravo kind someone of... Tweeted, someone tweeted that this weekend was or yesterday and I... I like quoted their tweet and was like oh i hate that you're right but they're like she's a horrible human being so good for television and i was like great yeah yep yep you're right you're right she's giving us stuff to talk about it's entertaining we've got a villain like ugh. can't wait to see what she messes up next week <laughs> it's funny you know natalie my wife she's been uh i don't want to say forced <laughs> but she's had to watch a lot of below deck since we started doing this show she watches the <laughs> And uh, she even said when we were getting ready to watch last night's episode, she was like, I'm kind of excited to see this week and what's going on with Camille. And so, hey, she's giving us excitement for, you know, she is giving us excitement. Um, Becklington in the live chat says, I have to say about Blow Dick Adventure, love Faye and Carrie and hate and the entire worthless deck crew. All they do is eat, sleep, play and whine. I'm over it. Welcome to Below Deck. It's the work hard, play hard show that is is crazy. I have actually not seen a couple of episodes of Adventure. I've kind of just not been paying as much attention as, as I should. You know, we know Carrie and love him. I think he's great on the show. I agree, uh, uh, Becklington. Faye is amazing on the show, too. She's one of those great chief stews. But yeah, I've kind of like fallen off a little bit of it. Um, but it is good. I mean, Carrie's bringing it. Well, sure. yeah, and I think part of it is we just got through the holidays, so it's like the schedule was a little hard to follow. Like, who is on? Who has a new episode of the week? Who doesn't? But yeah, it's um, the weirdest thing too. Last night for me, normally when I go to the Bravo app, my latest Below Deck episode on Monday is waiting for me to watch. Natalie and I like we sat down like after eight o'clock, put the kids to bed, sat down, got ready to watch it, and it like wasn't there, and so took like an hour, hour and a half for it to show up. Hmm. I was like, 
Uh, am I gonna have to stay because I know it airs again at ten thirty live? Oh uh, no! Like, and I get up early, and I'm like, am I gonna stay up till ten thirty to watch this damn show? And if luckily, it's at the East Coast time, it showed up. No, well, I'm on the West Coast. It was ten thirty West Coast. So, but luckily, it showed up. Like, but I don't know anybody else with the Bravo app. Did you guys notice that yesterday? It showed up late. Maybe I'm just crazy, but. Maybe you are crazy. No, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, going back to that Becklington's comment about all they do is eat, sleep, play wine. I noticed before the charter, when they were all going to bed, it was like still their night off. It wasn't an early morning. Well, it was kind of an early morning, 7 a.m. Everyone had a drink by their bedside table. Everyone. Fraser had a glass of champagne. Um, I don't know which room had like two drinks. I'm like, do you guys just go to bed with your drink? Like turn on your Netflix, have your little glass of champagne in your bunk. How does that work? Well, doesn't it seem a little crazy to have a glass flute next to a bed when you're on a ship? <laughs> I'm gonna ask yes. Captain. Sh- I'm gonna ask Captain Sean what the what the rule is about bringing a glass cup or bottle uh, onto my bedside table. By the <laughs> way, this would actually be a really good time to bring him in because I could see him off camera screaming at us right now. He has the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the thing, Jason. Where's that thing? Do hey, we have let's bring intro? let's bring Captain Sean on. Let's ask him a few questions. Captain I feel like I'm Sean in an anime cartoon when I when I play. I love that. I love that little intro, Captain Sean. You're muted, by the way. Just a heads up. Don't worry. I didn't want you to start. There we sharing. go. I'm unmuted now. All right. How you been, buddy? I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah. Hey, what's Thanks up? Can I here. have a glass bottle next to my bed on a ship? No. Go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Never. Yeah. Jason uh, was pointing out we've got literally wine glasses, champagne flutes, all next to their beds while they're getting ready to go to bed. And I just thought something tells me that just well, does here- not. Here comes my first question. And and Captain Sean, thank you so much for coming in and gracing us with your presence again. We oh, love having you here. Um, is it common practice to maybe go to bed with a drink by your bed <laughs> on a yacht? No. <laughs> I, mean, I just wanted to double I mean, check. It does, it does happen. I mean, sometimes, like, yeah, I mean, people go into their cabin would do it, but I mean, not when we're working. No. Uh, oh, Lord. Yeah, no. So, uh, I, it does happen, though. It does happen. Well, I'm glad you're here because I do have a few questions. A lot of stuff came yeah, up in this episode, and um, there was a lot of decor there's always a lot of decor decorating that goes on in the boat and i got this question on twitter from i think and uh, i think this is you um but who actually picks the party decor if i were chief stew i'd be scrolling for hours deciding on what to order for some reason i'm not thinking it's actually the chief stew who does that um well it's okay so in the real world yeah it is the chief stew okay in the but i'll give you a little below deck insider stuff is yeah, uh, yeah. is is so what happens is because the crews get thrown together really quick and we've got to do these charters on the fly oftentimes like the guests will request like a certain party that's when you see like on below deck it's like okay these guests want this this and these types of parties and stuff there's no physical way that 
we can arrange that. Well, oftentimes we can't physically arrange that on the show. So the the um, below deck will be like, here's your party decorations for this particular party. And then we'll have stuff on board that we can might be able to add to it. But yeah, there's the, uh, it's, it's actually so it's it's um, it's the people on below deck or the producers or whatever, whoever's designing that. This is these are your party decorations. Now, and then in the, the, in the real world, to set it up, though. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. What now in the real world? Is there another person doing that or is it the the chief? No, that's like, the chief oh, stew. There's actually, I have to go shopping for this. Oh, yeah. No, hundred percent. It's the chief stew or, or myself or. You know, someone that's got a good feel for uh, for for parties or decorations or and then oftentimes, I mean, if we've got a really big budget. um, Oh, that's a good question. I'll answer that in a second. Yeah, I've been actually curious about that. um, Yeah. I mean, it depends on like how much we really want to spend on on a party and and how much. um, But I mean, the budget's not even the thing. It's like it's how creative we want to get. You saw when I did the beach, that beach setup. There was so much that you didn't see that we had to get super creative while we did it. Um, like we did this huge banquet on this island, and like during the daytime, it looked like a like a this ghetto island and stuff. But we cleaned it up at night where it was just magical, and that was just stuff that we had lying around. So you got to get creative. But on the show, it's the show that actually gives us the decorations, and on um, in real life, it's the chief stews. So all right, so okay. this question here. Good question. Yeah. So this question yeah. for you, Sean, is um, does the captain get a cut of the tip and how much does the average captain make per charter? Well, we had so my most successful charter vessel was Ohana. And that was in the day and that was back in the um, uh, like right around 2006. And we at that time, we chartered out for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per week. Gee, and, wow. And I had junior stews on board that boat that were making $2,000 a month, making $90,000 a year, the majority of that in tips. So, and is that, is that just in a year or that's just one charter season? That's one, like, that's kind of like one charter season. We did, we did 17 weeks. Of, one of the, that's where I got one of the biggest tips I ever got. I got an $82,000 tip on. Jeez. Yeah. And they were they were super one and they were wonderful people. And wait, we're all Captain in the wrong Sean, business. Wait, wrong, and wrong Captain business. Sean, that eighty two thousand was it just the tip? It was just the tip. That was the tip. <laughs> that was the that was the girth, the tip, and, and everything. Wow, we hadn't had any uh jokes yet tip. tonight until you I'm came not. on, Captain Sean. All the naughty yachties got excited in here. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Josh and Jason is back. <laughs> Captain Sean fired him up. <laughs> I love this question too from Tess. She says, yes. Captain Sean, what positions would you assign Jason and Josh if they were I working on your what vessel? Positions and Jason and Josh, and then I was like, what? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what positions would I assign Jason and Josh if they're working on a, on a vessel? Oddly enough, you know, getting they're like both you guys are are, are capable. Um, uh, I like how you preface you know, that with oddly enough. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, just because giving you backgrounds and in and, and stuff and everything is like I, either either one. Of, I mean, like either one of you guys are 
more than capable of being like a first mate on board on board a boat. Seriously, and I, I mean oh. I, I mean that. Oh, wow, abso- absolutely, you could do that. Um, and you or either one of you is equal to would be a good chief stew. Oddly enough, too, you've got but you've got good leadership skills. You've got a good eye for detail, and um, and you know how to spot you know how to spot talent, and and you and you really care about what you do. So, I and and you've got the you've got the brain power to do um, to do both those jobs. Well, I wonder though if if it's um, thank you. You're welcome. First of all, thank you. <laughs> but I also wonder if you feel that way because we might work good with someone like you. Because I don't think all captains take kind of the approach you take. Like, oh you, God, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you definitely. It's interesting because when when we've talked, you know, before just off camera and you just kind of telling us about the job stuff, like you're very much not only into the actual like, you know, the boat and the and all of that that goes with it. But then like, you talk about like the theatrics, the experience that people are oh, getting, it, the it's moments the, like, you're creating. Exactly. And what I the, the one question I ask in every interview, I say, what business are we in? And I've only had one person get this right. And the answer is we're in show business. And, and oh, hundred percent. I mean, you see, and, and you see, even like this episode with uh, Captain Sandy, and I know she did this a lot uh, last season on Below Deck Med. Well, more for weather purposes than anything else. But she had the tender pick up the guests and arrive on the yacht already set up with the toys out, and I think that is such a cool way of of coming no. onto the yacht. But something 100%. that, like, yeah, you I, I know about, Captain Sean's even told us about that, where he likes to have the yacht set up and the yeah arrives on this like majestic view well you look at like every every great bond film has that great opening and you want people like you know you want people to that they walk on board and it's bang and yeah get that something and and if we don't have that sometimes i'll go for more I'll, i'll go for more of a slow burn coming in and then that evening will they'll they'll get the bang out of out of nowhere like i'll do like an impromptu fireworks display or or something crazy i'll i'll go in an anchorage of the great white shark and it'll actually i've done that i didn't i forgot to tell the guest and one of them jumped overboard you know after dinner but oh, anyway that's another story oh god okay now <laughs> you know Wait, i get to say watching watching captain sandy this season a lot of people have you know she has this kind of the stigma of being very present, being very kind of uh, micromanagey, which I honestly haven't seen from her in a, in a long time. And I love, I truly enjoy doing watching her on the show, but she is kind of all over the boat. And it kind of reminded me of when we saw you on season nine, those first like episode and a half, you were kind of everywhere. Are you uh, yeah. that kind of captain? And is every captain like that? No. <laughs> but how do you really feel yeah no, uh, i i was just i was on a it was funny i was just i was talking to a family that owns a boat that she'll go shall go name nameless and we're um and we're to figure and we're gonna probably wind up letting go their captain because he doesn't get service i'm sure he's like like everybody that's that's in the in the pilot house hopefully they've got the license they technically they've got the knowledge but it's not just running the boat it's running a five-star hotel it's running a five-star it's a michelin star restaurant it's all yeah. of that we all have to right. work seamlessly together and that's that's what a lot of that's what a lot of people that are, are captains don't don't get they don't they don't understand they don't understand the service side 
And then if they do get the service side, they don't necessarily understand the theatrical side of it too, which is which is also a big part. I like what you, how you put that though. It's a five star hotel you're running and a Michelin star restaurant. Wow. It's like, yeah, that's if and especially if I'm spending 150 grand in a week, I better be staying in a five star hotel well, and a Michelin star restaurant. You know, like, absolutely. When I was, you know, when when like on Bravo Eugenia, that boat that boat charted out for 2.6 million dollars per week. What I mean, uh, listen, I just I I think I sent you a picture. Sean, but I just what well, I just took the boat out. And yeah, I'm, it's not me, yeah. like a boat. And I yeah. saw Bravo Eugenia, and I was yeah. so happy that I could tell people. I'm like, I know that yacht. Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> what the interiors are. <laughs> Wait, is that it one that Captain Sean took you on? Is that one that Captain Sean took no. you on? No, oh, this is okay. one I would love to go on though. Okay. Yeah, that's the uh, the, the uh, maybe. Well, it, I I got stuff to talk about. We'll talk after camp. <laughs> but anyway. Okay, I have one more question for you, Captain Sean. Before you let you before we let you go, and I hope you're going to stick around so we can catch you after. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain Sean, so glad to see you again, as we all are. How does regular a regular charter differ from below deck mm. reality charters? Great, great question. So the um, the below deck charters are generally shorter. Than a real than a real one. I, I well, no, they're, they're both. I say I didn't mean I didn't mean real charter. No, uh, no, they're real. They are actual. That was the one thing that impressed me about Below Deck. They're actually they are real charter guests. They are really chartering the boat, and we are really giving them an experience. But um, how does it differ? You'd like to think the cameras don't make a difference, but they do. Uh, the, some, some of the guests and, and the crew for the, some part are, are playing for the cameras sure. and that, and that itself changed, changes the whole dynamic of, uh, of everything. I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest difference is that you're always, always, always on camera. So some people play up to it. Some people don't. And some people feel that they need to, like a lot of the people that come on the charter for the first two days, especially guys that are in heavy, like really stressful business situations they'll do nothing but sleep for two days and that doesn't wow you're doing a four-day charter on below deck that's not really exciting television so yeah Uh, this is true i mean i guess it it just i don't know it would be hard for me to relax to really really relax and enjoy i would i guess if you were going on a charter and you know you were going to be filmed for below deck it's going to be party that's what it has to be well if you guys like i'll tell you you know again like part of our job is to is to read uh, like is to like I had like a famous case I had this Russian guy who was um he ran the largest car factory in the world and um and for the first 3 days he just wanted to decompress and then he started to come alive as the um as the charter charter went on and then he was like playing with his kids and doing everything but he had to just make that make that transition um the uh I've got a couple of questions that I get asked so yeah please uh real these are just real quick so um uh so anyways they go because what was the best diving i've ever seen Ooh, and that was and so like uh, and i said said, four different places so 
was one time I dove with a humpback whale off Nova Scotia. That was pretty amazing. That was from literally from I could have reached out and, and touched this thing. And it swam by me and actually moved its fin out of its way so it didn't hit me. That was really wild. Wow. Yeah. No, it was – that was – That something. would be like having a building cruise past you. That's insane. It, it, right. it, yeah. was, it was literally like – and the whale was – I looked right in its eye and I said, hello, Mr. Whale. And I mean, he didn't <laughs> answer back, but – As you do. Yeah, you do. And then uh, – and then it was probably it's Richelieu Rock in Thailand was pretty amazing. That was with the, with whale sharks and Poor Nights in New Zealand, which is on one of Jacques Cousteau's uh, most amazing dive sites in the world. And that was the 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 underwater sea life there was crazy. And then probably was one of the craziest dives I ever did was um, up in the Northwest Passage. I chased a uh, pot of narwhal underwater with a dive scooter. So. Right. They they like they're like fictional characters for me. They're yes, like narwhal. Like who who has seen a narwhal? Well, well you have, Captain Sean. <laughs> Captain Sean. <laughs> who else? And then, and then I got one. So let's see. Uh, and then I got another one. It says boxers or briefs. The. <laughs> I guess it would depend on the outfit, or no commando. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, it's course. the easiest way to go. There you go. You got to be ready to to move and defend yourself if needed. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You don't want to be restricted. Yeah. Uh, command, no hindrances. So, commando's the answer. <laughs> yeah, for for those of you, that was from Diana. And then uh, we've got thanks, Diana. Great question. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then the other one was like, "Will I ever write a book?" And the answer to that question is an absolute yes. I know that I, it's in progress, as a matter of fact. Yes. So, yeah. Listen, the adventures that you have had and just how much information you've given me on this industry from all of the boat shows we've been to and and showing me the insights and the ins and outs and, and how things work. <laughs> this is sounding awful. <laughs> Our minds always go crazy, right? They go, I know, I know. I, it's, you know. Um, no, but there's just so much more to this industry than what we do see on TV. and. Well, you would that be the one to write a book about it. Well, that was one of the things that I, I invited. I was like, I got invited to um, to dinner in Monaco, which, by the way, that that date got moved up. And okay. Yeah. So that's got moved up to the twenty third of, of February, and the um, the topic of the dinner is an economic economic uh, forum of owners dinner at the at the Monaco Yacht Club, and the it is how can we change the image of yachting for the positive. And that was the topic of the dinner. And I had, like, I definitely, I think I'm going to 100% make it for the 23rd. And um, and you can be my date, Jason. I would love to. There you go. Adam. You I'm going to expedite my uh, passport expedite that passport. is has expired. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and also too, I had to sign just one more thing and then I'll let you guys, let you guys go or you let me go is um, I signed a ridiculous NDA on something that is so ridiculously cool and um which i can't tell you about but anyway <laughs> you leave us hanging like this and you know guys we but it, i mean it's 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 some wild stuff it's 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 actually it's it's been a project i've i've or it's something i've been working on for close to 20 years wow and will it eventually be public where we can all celebrate it and see it and talk Ooh. about it a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is, it's, it's, yeah, it's so crazy. Cool 
this is the shit Adam does to me too. He's like, oh my God. I'm like, what? Like, you can't do this to me. You can't just leave me like this. He's like, I got to tell you something. And then he like hangs up the phone or something, something like that. That's what you just did to us. So I just want to let you know. Well, it, it'll, I'll let you know as, as it progresses and as it, as it goes forward, I'll let you, I'll, I'll uh, definitely, you guys will be the first to know. And then there's a few other questions too, which is, uh, but we can get to those at another time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, Sean, you will be back either next week or the week after, I hope. 100%. If you can make it. And, guys, if you want to ask Sean a question, it's very easy. You can DM him on Instagram or Twitter. You can reach out to Josh and I, Instagram or Twitter. Or you can comment below this video right here. We go back. We read all the comments. We make sure we get to them. Um, and Sean is a wealth of information, especially when it comes to questions you might have about Below Deck. Or, or anything else for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> if you need advice, if you're doing any kind of painting at home or a home project. Anything, enough, I was I just put paint samples in my office today. <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here, Sean. And we will see you next time. All right. Talk to you later. Man, we are so lucky to get that. Like just get the answers, get the information. He's a Sean, good friend. Good him. friend, open book. We love him. We love um, him, Sean. By the way, you, you mentioned that we go through and we comment like later on to those who aren't joining us live. Like definitely. Like I think we had like a hundred and something comments on our last episode. Probably a third of them are me going in and answering people. But uh, I love it, guys. Like it's at night. Like I'll go through and like. It's so fun reading your takes. There's people who disagree with us and I'm totally cool with that. Like, I actually love that. Like, I like that we have a space where everybody feels like they can voice an opinion and no one's going to tear them down and stuff like that. So please, if you guys, you know, throughout the episode, if there's things you agree with or disagree with, let us know. And then also you guys are so good about hitting the like button. Thank you. I know it's so corny you hear YouTubers talk about it all the time, but it is such an easy way to show your appreciation. And it, it does wonders for the algorithm and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, if you can hit the like button, I've been, so I'm not a hypocrite. Anytime I watch something on YouTube, I hit that like button. Cause I know it's an easy way to show appreciation and it helps the person that yes. was doing this. So 100%. thank you guys. Thank you for 100 percent. Um, Josh, I want to before we get back in here, you did a poll because we're about to introduce these new charter guests. Oh, boy. On do you have yacht, it? Do I need David. Oh, I do. Right here. Oh, so so good. Josh did this tweet. And when I screen captured this, it was was that at 111 last night? No, it was it was today because it was. Oh, wait, how does it say 111? There's two hours. I don't know. 52 minutes left. There were definitely more votes. Oh, no, that wasn't when I post. Oh, maybe that's East Coast time when I posted it. Uh, Which, maybe. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Okay. So that's probably me awake at one eleven in the morning. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Um, are these guests too much? Because we're getting these new charter guests. Um, 
they, it's Karan is his name and his family, his friends are the new guests. And Rachel is very excited because they're Indian and she spent a lot of time in India and she's ready to cook them the best spices and make them feel the heat, uh, which kind of blew over like a dead dinger. But (laughs) you said, are these guests too much? 82 votes. I'm sure there was plenty more, but 95% said yes. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing. They were way too much. Um, I mean, look, I get that people are excited. They're going on a charter. They're going on a yacht. And in some ways, they deserve to cut loose and just have fun. But they were, in my opinion, a tad on the obnoxious side. They arrived and were very demanding, like literally right out the gate. Um, with everyone's ordering crazy drinks and being demanding about the labels. And um, yeah, I think, I don't know. And then as it went on, they're just, their demands on service and stuff. Yes. Kind they of, to get what they of, want, but yeah, it was, it was definitely kind of out there. Like the very first thing they did, I mean, in their preference sheet, they stated that they love hookah. They don't go anywhere without hookah. The first thing they do is come on and like, can we smoke hookah here? Because we want to smoke it in different places. And I'm like, why does that matter? Like, you know, like obviously you're not going to be. That's weird, right? But also, I don't know. That just kind of like I'm threw sure me off a little you bit. Could, I'm sure they'll work with you, so you could smoke your hookah all yes. over the boat. They'll put you in the dinghy and let you out there to smoke it. Whatever you want to do, smoke it, smoke it like, on your dinghy. Calm down. Like that's a list of demands. Like as they're arriving on the boat, it's like, or. Just shut up and look around and enjoy the opulence and the beauty of it all and take it in and just be, take a deep breath. We are on vacation in this beautiful location on this beautiful yacht. Instead, it was like, okay, I have a list of demands. Can I do this? Can I do that? I need this kind of label drink. I need it. And it's just like. You just got here, but just like, just like the crew, they wasted no time getting wasted. They were like, shot, shot, shot. We need the tequila. I need a margarita. Screw the champagne, like give me the stuff. I mean, they were drunk in like the first 15 minutes, I think. Like yeah. food was being made for them and they were like ready. And they're so screaming, ready. we're hungry, we want food. And it's like, we told you you're having lunch at three and you agreed. <laughs> and it's like two o'clock, they're like, where is it? And it's like, I don't know, do we need to slap together some cheese sandwiches to hold these drunks over? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I was really excited for Rachel because I think she was really looking forward to cooking for these guests. And, yes. you know, she loves spice and she spent a lot of time in india and i thought she i think she thought she would wow them like it really did and i thought she would wow them but everything she put out at the beginning just kind of didn't go over very well at all i was a little shocked about that well natalie natalie had a good point she's like these people are saying her food is horrible or doesn't taste good we've seen far too many people wowed stunned and shocked by her food so we know it is not her food it is them being it's preference it's them being demanding it's them being playing for the cameras like camille like someone just posted you know what's crazy speaking of hookah and smoking um i didn't know fraser smoked did that throw anyone else off i uh, took a little. I was taken back a little bit when I saw. I was taken break. back too. I was also, like, sure. Uh, wait, 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 so Jason, stop! I got yelled at in the comments about this. It is not Fraser. It is Fraser. Fraser, right? 
now yeah I'm i just always think of the show you know so i'm like well and, and us americans we usually say fraser but it's for Fra- fraser right no fraser is it fraser fraser that sounds wrong to me now great <laughs> folks i'm sorry we'll have him we gotta have him on then he could tell us how to say his name exactly correctly. that's it um shelly uh tarbett says that fraser smoked the first season i guess i just missed that i don't know I guess he did. I guess he, that was season nine. I wasn't paying too much attention. Um, Uh Oh yeah. It took me back a little bit. Started guys. Also speaking of smoking, these guests want, they enjoy cigars in their preference, you know, and I heard, I did hear, um, Fraser, Fraser, Fraser. God, now you have me like second guessing what I'm going to say. Um, talk about how, you know, he, he knows, a little bit about cigars. Well, he wasn't there to light the cigars for the guests, but the cigars were being smoked backwards. And you brought up a good point, Josh. They didn't even cut the cigars or anything. Like, okay. That's so gross. Like, so, I can't even tell you guys. <laughs> First of all, I don't know how they're getting a draw through there. I, uh, as somebody who does occasionally smoke cigars, um, and I've got to smoke really nice cigars with people who can afford really nice cigars. Um, and I never once once <laughs> thought of not cutting that thing first of all um and smoking it backwards i mean even if you've never smoked a cigar before have you not seen old warner brother cartoons <laughs> like <laughs> the band is close to your finger like just think of an old drawing but yeah these guys literally had the cigars i really wish you had a photo of this one jason but they literally had the I cigars don't. backwards in their mouths uh <laughs> The rolled tip, the, the the pointed tip on the end is sticking out. They looked like a bunch of knuckleheads. And I was dying laughing. And I will say a lot of the, uh, because I keep my finger on the pulse of the community, a lot of the Twitter, Twitter sphere <laughs> was just, yeah, it was with Tess. They were dying laughing. Um, Utterly ridiculous. I mean, you, you, you can tell when you're doing that backwards. I... Well, like you really can. They the the way they were demanding and the way they were apparently hookah pros, and then they were like, "Oh, ooh, cigars! We want our cigars and stuff." I was like, "Okay, surely these guys have smoked a million cigars too. They know what they're." And it's like, "Nope, they must have seen on a television show or in a movie, or maybe they saw a James Bond movie and they saw cigars." And I'm like, "We're gonna try those when we get on the yacht." And then these <laughs> morons stick them in their mouths backwards and light the butt and start sitting there trying to smoke them. I was this, amazed when I saw smoke coming out. I was like, how are they drawing through these things? <laughs> Those that, guys, that was my number really one. Hard. Those guys were sucking so hard to get that. <laughs> that was my number one moment from this episode. Like for sure. My other favorite moment was when she needed a paper napkin to uh, spit out her food, her chorizo that she did not like. You saw that, right? I was like, this is yeah. crazy, but I love here. We are with Fraser again, giving us these, great um anecdotes here fraser says when you deal with chefs you're handling fire sometimes feedback is not worth upsetting the chef and the secret is between myself the guests and the trash can this is a service pro you just know you know when to go to the kitchen and talk to the chef and you know when to sit this one out because Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just not worth it and i think with rachel even though she's very calm this season she's very like in it to win it like really Oh, yeah. And I like her excitement to to cook and stuff, the way she goes in the kitchen, how she gets excited about the meals she's going to make and how creative she gets. We see her calm. But I think if 
Frasier were to run to the kitchen every five minutes and tell her, hey, they hate this. They don't like that. We might see a different side of Rachel. Well, here's the deal, Jason. We will never see another side of her, at least for now, because Bravo and her are on the outs. They did, you know, they did not. She's not happy with them. And she's like, I'm done with you guys. And I was thinking of that last night when I was watching the show and I was like, man, she's so good. She's putting up with these jerks. She's trying to like change to help these people enjoy the experience. And she's trying to up the spice level, which is something they kept complaining about. Nothing was spicy enough. Um, And I thought, man, this stinks because I'm not going to get to see her again. Like as it stands right now, She's not going to be on more below decks. And I was just reminded of that last night when we were watching the show. I haven't, you know, and we haven't heard anything about it. I don't think she's mentioned any more stuff, but it was right before BravoCon. A lot of the below deck people have gone off to about, you know, they have the highest ratings in Bravo and they feel that they don't get adequate pay for, you know, being reality stars. And even though the the stews and the deckhands are very replaceable, I think that being a captain, being a uh, chef, being a, a chief stew, a bosun, those are four roles that you really know. You get to know them, right? And yeah. they are they become stars. Look at Kate Chastain, um, Hannah Ferrier, um, Frazier. yeah, Frazier. Frazier I, is like, and we're going to have him for, I hope, like. A few seasons at least like he's someone that i think will definitely be back you know and uh i welcome that like i think he's great on the show and he's only gonna get stronger and stronger and stronger in the actual role um and it'll be cool to see that you know that growth over time because he's already such starting so strong but like, i would love to see him evolve like you know i know he came out in an article and um sorry that i'm misplacing where that was from but he said that it was really hard this season it took a toll on him not only are you the chief stew you're on the biggest boat they've ever had on below deck right and you have a bigger crew you have now you have three stews under you it's like very different and then you probably have all of that pressure to be this new chief stew you are the first gay chief stew you have a lot of people looking at you to are you going to be a star are you going to be able to fill those shoes that no one's been able to fill since kate chastain left it's uh, definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. Um, okay, I do want to talk about our deck crew because we really haven't talked a lot about them yet from this episode. Not a lot happened with them, but this is what I'm going to say about Tony. If Camille's not bothering me, Tony is bothering me. I like Tony. I love his energy. He has a great attitude. This guy wants to be there. He wants to see the world. It's just everything. It's just always a complaint. The anchor watch schedule. He needs a breath of fresh air before he goes down to, I don't know what he does with the anchor. You know, um, he doesn't. For I, literally I the one minute it takes to raise the anchor too. He acts so right. dramatic. I'm bored. I'm bored. Okay. Well, I'm so sorry. We can't keep you entertained while you do your job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll strap a Game Boy to your head while you work. The, yeah. <laughs> this guy. Uh, <laughs> And he's slow. And I think I, I was laughing when he had the audacity. Uh, so one of the things he's been complaining about is I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm not feeling well in my head. I got this uh, sinus headache and blah, blah, blah. Ross kind of pointed out like, hey, you're waking up at four in the morning, like a full hour and a half before you even need to wake up. Not just be on deck, but like wake up. 
maybe if you're feeling sick for those days, look at that face. Uh, he's so like, tired. Ah. He's but so tired. If you know, Ross kind of suggested maybe sleep, you know, a, a few days during those morning wake ups instead of getting up early and maybe catch up on. And he's like, no, no, it will be even worse if I don't do my moaning and humping on the uh, <laughs> on the deck it, for an hour and a half. It cannot get any worse. But I do have to say he is very receptive to Ross's constructive criticism. Is you he? know, he's like, I don't. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't want to be the 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 lowest on the totem pole. He doesn't want to be the weight that's dragging behind. Like, yeah, I, but I, he is I, the slowest guy, and he even said to Ross, <laughs> "I am so fast when I work. When you tell me to do something, I'm the fastest one here." And it was like hold up <laughs> no <laughs> hold the front door that didn't happen yeah so jason everything you, just, everything you just said is totally invalid i'm such a hypocrite okay why are you defending this knucklehead i'm, I'm just saying you know like he could have gone the other way it's like ross is like dude come on you know do something he could have gotten his feelings hurt like this one does well he kind of just he did he didn't he didn't handle it well he just shot ross down and moved on like, no, I cannot sleep in. It will be worse. That would make it worse. And then he just stormed off. And so it's like, it's not like he went like, you know what, Ross? Thank you. I've gone through a growth because of what you said. But it's so, it's so crazy to me because here you have Tony who he, every time you see him in the confessional or anything, he's so grateful to be there. He's like, not a lot of people from my country get this opportunity to, to have this great job where, by the way, you're making great money. You really, it's not that hard. You know what I mean? Actions it's not that that hard. Louder than words. Jason. <sighs> I would love. Listen, I he when says I the good words in the confessional and goes, "I'm so grateful to be here." Then he steps out on the yacht and goes, Snail. "I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. Why can't I be a guest?" It's like, dude, you're getting paid to be here. What do you mean? He sees a ski boat goes by and goes, "Why can't I be pulled by the boat?" It's like, dude. What are you here for? Uh, what are you here for, Camille? Sometimes I, I confuse them. You know, I don't know why they're there sometimes because they just. You know. That was the right thing you said. When I'm not bothered by her, I'm bothered by him. And you don't want to be that guy because then when she leaves, which we all are hoping she gets fired, but deep down we really don't want her fired because we want a villain there the whole time. Uh, but Come on, she, you can't get scenes like this. Camille and Alyssa going back and forth. Alyssa saying, you want to keep going? We can keep going. They get louder and louder. The guests are like, what the hell is happening? I mean, they might, maybe the guests might like this. Shelly Tarver Maybe it might be the one thing they like. Actions speak louder than his humping, humping noises. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. You know what I do say? The deck team, even without Camille... I mean, I, I, they don't seem to notice that she she is gone. Okay, I want to jump into our last thing of the night because we've kind of covered a lot of stuff that's happened within the episode. The guests are obnoxious in the worst way. We know. But when Ross went to go kind of hunt for like, okay, where is a good beach that has some requirements for what they want? When Sandy, who went on the Tinder with uh, Ross to go look for a, an appropriate beach for a beach picnic, barbecue, whatever... She found that beat. It looked good from when she found it. When she pointed it out, she's like, there it is. It's perfect. I was like, yeah, that yeah. looks like really nice. It and then Frazier arrives. It, whoa, 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 whoa. it did look good at the crack of sunrise when the crow, when the, uh, when the roosters are still crowing and nobody was on the beach. And then all of a sudden they leave, they bring Frazier back and someone has strewn, 
<laughs> strewn garbage, uh, let loose stray dogs, and parked a bunch of cars like that are like old beat up cars. It suddenly looked like, oh, this is the wrong side of the island or the wrong side <laughs> of the tracks for the island. Like it was horrible. But like, you know, horrible. like you you expect on a beach excursion, especially on a yacht charter, that you're going to pull up to a beach. It's going to be very remote, if not very desolate, clothing and optional. everything's going to be clothing optional if you want. <laughs> uh, everything's just going to be kind of set up. It's going to be beautiful. But then when I saw the cars go by, and like you said, the stray dogs and bottle caps <laughs> and trash, and then like even the little tent huts they brought. I'm like, there's really not a lot going on here. I might be disappointed too. This is the only time I felt the guests got to maybe complain. One of their one of their requests was like fluffy sand or something, or or soft sand soapy, or whatever. Yeah, some they, soft. They, they wanted sand. like a sandy beach, like a like. And then Captain Sandy didn't tell them until they got back from their beach excursion in the uh, tropical dump. <laughs> when they arrived back, she said, oh, yeah, those kind of beaches aren't here. Um, this isn't the kind of like we don't have that kind of sand here. It's all rocks around these. Be- it's like that's what the, the that's what makes up these. Islands. It's like, hey, Captain Sandy, here's I love you to death, Captain Sandy. I do. I love you to that. In this case, you should have given them a heads up ahead of time and go, hey, by the way, we're going to take you to the beach. You're going to have an excursion. There ain't no sandy beaches here. You know, we've got to yeah. take you down to Hawaii if you want yeah, that. Let me manage your expectations before yeah. you get there. Yeah. You know, uh, and I mean, they're right. Like you go to Aruba, you go to Turks and Caicos. But yeah, she this just wasn't them, the. <laughs> she hands, she, them, she like, a, she hands <laughs> them a couple of dog biscuits and goes, trust me, you're going to need these. What? <laughs> Pushes them <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget your flea collar what was that <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so we have 120 in the room hit that like button if you haven't done so already it really helps us out okay while we were at the beach there was kind of some controversy and i was going i was live tweeting this on on twitter and we were talking about a lot of people were talking about camille being lazy and swimming in the water at the t- same time she was swimming, she was kind of mingling with the guests and kind of taking their, I don't know, I'm giving her too much credit, maybe, but I feel like she was kind of taking their attention off of the beach, having a conversation with them, making them drinks in the water. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But Did you, Alyssa- guys, know, did you guys know Jason's a horrible person? <laughs> You're finding out tonight, he's a horrible person. He is empathizing with the most horrible person we've ever seen on this show. Listen... I might not love Camille, but I kind of want to see her stick around. I can't believe I'm saying that. I really did. You know what? You know? Everybody in the eyes of the land deserves a fair trial. I think you are being a really good defense lawyer, Jason. So, you know what? I, I believe in our constitution. I think you're doing a good job upholding Jesus. it. You're standing up for this moron, but she deserves a fair trial. So <laughs> she deserves a fair. Gotta, you want to see? You want to see the different. underdog like make her like? Can you imagine if we got this Camille? Let me bring up a picture. I mean, guys, this was the best scene on Blow Deck we've gotten in a long time. The very end when Alyssa and Camille are going at it, and it's just not stopping. And look at Alyssa's face here, taunting. Camille just smiling. She's like, keep going, girl. I'm going to get you fired off this boat. But wouldn't it be so fun if you saw a complete turnaround? We've never seen like that complete turnaround. You know, Reagan got sent home. Jason left the boat on on med, both on blow deck Mediterranean. It would be kind of fun. Okay. 
<laughs> Marianne said, Jason, give it up. She is the worst. She is the worst. What am I talking about? Why am I trying? No, no. I'm here's trying to be hopeful. I, you know what, though? I think you're being a good storyteller. You're saying wouldn't it be an amazing like story arc, this character arc, to see her rise up and and be a better person. Um, sure. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll just... <laughs> probably not gonna there's happen. only one luke skywalker in the galaxy and she ain't it so Jesus. <laughs> um all right so let's leave it there we have another episode coming out next week live chat josh what are we looking forward to i mean more of this oh we're, we're, we're what we're really looking forward to but here i am like going to bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh, <laughs> what we're really looking forward to is the resolution of this fight because all we were left with was Cappy Sa- Captain Sandy coming in going, Hey, Hey, Hey guys, 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 keep like, knock it off. You have to stop. Um, I thought the editing was a little creative because they made it look like Captain Sandy was stopping them. And then they continued fighting and stuff. Right. You know, the two of them aren't that stupid. So I do think once she came in and squashed it, they stopped fighting, but I do want to see, cause Captain Sandy's not just going to go like, well, okay, I broke up the fight. Let's move on. You know, she's gonna going to bed. It. Yeah. yeah. Like she's going to deal with it. There's something's got to happen. She has one party of the two that fought was told this is your last charter to prove if you can stay or not. Something tells me this is not a good uh this ain't in the stay column, you know what I mean, when she's deciding on what to do here. Here's the trick we get into, though, you know, when people really want someone gone. And like I said, I really think and I don't know if it's it's something that they have to have a certain amount of crew. This is a great question for Sean next week, by the way, um, if they have to have a certain amount of crew for the guests. But you could really do without Camille, right? The The exterior doesn't miss her. I think the interior could kind of get on. I'm not sure. But I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward to seeing the night out after. And if Camille makes it to the night out, because if Camille does make it to the night out, earrings I mean, are coming down. off. It earrings are coming down. off. Someone's gonna stab someone else with the heel. <laughs> I mean, this is gonna get brutal. Okay, um, we Je- one quick question. Jennifer asked Jennifer Bennington, guys, Gangplank Report on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, you got to go check it out. They're covering Below Deck Adventure, doing all the great things. We love their podcast. Okay, she asked, do you think both will be reprimanded or just Camille? Because, I mean, listen, from what it looked like, Alyssa was kind of taunting her to get louder. You know, I think you know what? Alyssa wants her to make that mistake. Alyssa was loud, too. They better both be reprimanded, in my opinion. Like, you both fought. I don't care who was in the right, who was in the wrong. You're both raising your vo- voices. Yeah, Elaine said, I hope both they are both in wrong. Yeah. Yep. It takes two to fight and it takes two to yell at each other. So they're both guilty on that. Um, you know, <laughs> Shelly, you're awful for this. Shelly, Shelly says, I want Ross to bang Camille. So that will, that will shake it up. What? I mean, it really would be great television. I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just saying that it would be great. <laughs> Even crazier is I read that as Frazier. I was thinking oh. Frazier. I want Frazier to bang Camille, and I was like, what is happening? Our, I don't think lost, that's going to happen. We've lost control of our chat room. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
guys thank you thank you so much please if you haven't yet hit that like button like thank you guys that that silly little like button it does more for you for us than you guys could possibly imagine it's it's our tip on the boat so it's our tip on the boat and we do love some big tips around here i think we're going to be getting a bigger tip tonight from your likes than the crew is getting from these guests currently on the charter guys thank you for another great show we love hanging out with you josh thank you and if you're listening on Hot Messy Podcast, get over to YouTube and subscribe. We're on YouTube and you can watch us do this live every Tuesday at 11 p.m. Yeah, this was fun being on the podcast feed. This is my first time on the... Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Actually, Oh, on. yeah. No, you were on the podcast. But we haven't had our show, Anchor Watch, on the feed. This is exciting. So, yes. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.